Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. I'm Kelly. Let's jump into today's story, Riveting Repairs. It takes a leap of faith, but that's a step worth taking. If the path we face is the one God's making, when he says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. Busy. Vickers Pond was busy on that bright morning. The spring rains had finally given way to glorious sunshine, which was promising a warm afternoon around the pond. Everyone was bustling around getting chores completed so the day could be spent enjoying the beautiful weather. <laughs> Mrs. Badger stared fiercely at the cuckoo clock that was letting out the terrible sound. The little bird that popped out of the door each hour was faded, but used to be a bright orange, blue, and yellow. The clock had never given her problems before. I shall have to get that fixed, but as long as it gives me the correct time, it can wait a while. I have my garden to plant. Oh my... Over at Zeke's house, he was greeting Mr. Marvin with the mole's newly repaired green bicycle. The mole pulled his glasses from his face and used his handkerchief to wipe them clean so he could study the bicycle more closely. The wheels should be good as new, Mr. Marvin. I also got the kinks and dents out of the frame. Are you okay? That was a lot of damage. Did you have an accident? Oh, no, no, no. I purchased the bike with all the dents in the frame. I merely hit a rock at a less than desirable angle and bent the wheel. Your work is quite impressive. Were you able to repair the chain as well? I took a look at the links and the gears. I could do a bit of repair on them, but I recommend you take it to Elliot. He has a knack for gears that I don't. You two don't work here together? I thought he would be present. We just go out on the big jobs together. The smaller things we work on at home. There's not really enough space. Zeke had a shack in the back of the corner of his yard, and it was a good size, but it was shabby looking and overflowing with junk. Some of it was wood that Zeke had collected to use when the time arose, but most of it was a collection of things that he didn't even remember he had. It would be efficient to have you both work together, but I understand. I shall walk to Elliot's. Thank you for your work. Mr. Marvin and Zeke shook hands and the mole walked his bike to the pool where Elliot lived. Meanwhile, at Elliot's house... Petunia the skunk and her mama were examining a music box. Petunia kept lifting the lid and listening to the delicate sounds coming from inside. Oh, it's beautiful. Mama, I didn't know it could sound so pretty. Is this what it sounded like when you were a little girl? <laughs> yes, dear. Elliot, you did a wonderful job. It sounds lovely, just like new. Thank you, and I got the mechanism working to twirl a little dancer at the top here. I think you'd be better off going to see Zeke to carve a new ballerina to put on there. When I tried to put the old one on the spring, she crumbled. Mr. Elliot, can't you make a new one? Well, I can, but she wouldn't be as pretty as Zeke could carve. Zeke is an artist, especially when it comes to working with wood and creating new things. How lovely that you two work together so well. It's nice to see that you don't compete and try to steal business from each other. Oh, no, ma'am. Zeke and I are best friends. We'd honestly rather work together and help each other than hurt our friendship. Plus, there really are things that he does better than me, like carving and painting. He will probably paint your new ballerina in any color you want. Even pink and purple? 
even pink and purple. Perhaps you and Zeke should go into business together. Then creatures wouldn't have to go to two different places to get their repairs. A good idea, but where would we work? We don't have a lot of space at either house for both of us to do our repairs. And it would be too expensive to rent another workshop. Oh, I understand. Well, we thank you very much. Right, Petunia? Oh, yes. Thank you, Mr. Elliot. You're welcome, ladies. Soon after the skunk family left, Mr. Marvin rang the bell with his new bicycle in tow. The two chatted while Elliot cleaned, repaired, and oiled the chain. As he finished oiling the last gear, Elliot looked at his watch. Excuse me, Mr. Marvin, is it really five o'clock? That's exactly what my watch reads. Oh my, I better get cleaned up and head to Mrs. Badger's house. Do you have another appointment so late in the evening? I apologize if I took too much of your time. I go visit Mrs. Badger about once a week to play chess. Chess? I wasn't aware she played. I shall discuss strategy with her. You should. She may seem a bit grumpy and sharp, but she's sweet when you get to know her, and very smart. Thank you for that insight, and for the work on this aged bicycle. It's operating flawlessly. You're welcome. Ride safely down the hill. The sun was already in the western sky, and the day was transforming into a beautiful evening. Knowing Mrs. Badger's appreciation of timeliness, he quickly climbed the front steps to knock on the door. Before his knuckles could even rap on the wood, Mrs. Badger swung open the door vigorously. Her face was stern. Young man, if we set a time to meet, I expect you to be here. My time is valuable, and I don't have a moment uh, to waste waiting well, for you. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Mrs. Badger. I thought I was on time. Didn't we say six o'clock? Yes, we did, and it is now 6.26. You have been dilly-dallying about wasting 26 minutes of my evening. But ma'am, my watch says it's 5.55. I'm still five minutes early. Well, you'd better set your watch to my trusty cuckoo clock. It's never wrong. Come in. Mr. Marvin and I both have the same time on our watches about an hour ago. <laughs> Oh, Mrs. Badger. That doesn't sound right. May I take a look at it? Careful, young man. That clock is precious to me. It was passed down to me by my great Aunt Bernice. Yes, ma'am, I understand. I love working with clock mechanics. Let me see here. Let's see. Take the lid off there. Pull that off there. Oh. Mrs. Badger? Both the clock and cuckoo mechanisms could use a little work. I don't think it's keeping time any longer. I can take it back to my place. I have some special tools. Now, wait just a moment. My clock is precious. You can't just haul it off. I need some reassurances first. Oh, yes, ma'am. I promise to be extremely careful. I work with clocks and watches all the time. I am confident I can fix this. I think, honestly, it just needs a little cleaning up. If you promise, it's very fragile. Of course, Mrs. Badger. I promise to treat it as if it were my own. Over the next few days, Elliot toiled over the tiny little gears and mechanisms. He straightened the hands and adjusted the bellows. Zeke stopped by to check on his progress, knowing that any work from Mrs. Badger would be stressful. How you doing, buddy? I brought you some French flies from the crispy bark. Thought you might need a little break. Uh, thanks, Zeke. Just leave them there. I don't want to get oil on the clock gears. Don't you want to take a rest? You look a bit tired. No time. I've got to figure out why this cuckoo clock sounds like a dying duck. <laughs> Sorry. 
I can't help you there. Well, let me know if you need anything. I'll try to check in on you later. Mm, what? Oh, thanks, Zeke. I'll talk to you later. Good luck, buddy. Elliot didn't notice as his friends set the snack on the table in the corner. He was too deep in thought to hear the door close. Later, as he munched on the rewarmed French flies, he admired his handiwork. He looked at his watch to compare the times. Looks like the clock part is still keeping the correct time, 5.59. Now let's see how the cuckoo sounds. It works! Good as new. Well, almost. That wood around the clock face is looking a little worse for wear, and that poor cuckoo bird has faded. Maybe I'll touch it up a little bit and add some paint around the edges. Mrs. Badger would be so surprised and pleased, I know she loves color. Elliot tossed the last french fry in the air and caught it with his tongue. He made a decision. The first thing in the morning, he'd add a coat of paint to the decorative carvings around the edges and bright colors to the little bird. He wanted to impress her and show her his appreciation. The next afternoon, he finished painting and thought all the colors looked fantastic. It wasn't fully dry, but he couldn't wait any longer. He carefully put the clock in the box to take to Mrs. Badger. He stopped by Zeke's on the way to see if he wanted to join him. How'd the project turn out? I fixed it good as new. Better than new, actually. I think Mrs. Badger is going to be very pleased. Good for you. I knew you could figure it out. I can't wait to see your face. Could you knock on that door for me? I don't want to drop the box and break it. Zeke reached for the door, but he never had a chance to knock. The badger had seen the two come up the walk and already had the door open. Boys, what are you doing here? I wasn't expecting you. No, Mrs. Badger, but I fixed your clock and wanted to bring it to you as soon as possible. Would you like to see it? Of course I would. Come in and wipe your feet, boys. Go ahead, set it on the table right over there. Okay, now be careful. It's not quite dry yet. Dry? Why does it need to... <gasps> what have you done to my clock? I I've refurbished it. I had to refurbished it. You've ruined it. You've painted over the beautiful mahogany wood. Mahogany? You've absolutely destroyed my precious clock. How could you? Mrs. Badger, I'm so sorry. I, I, I just wanted to bring out some beautiful colors since the wood was looking a bit old and dark. It's supposed to be dark. It's mahogany. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Badger. I didn't know. Mrs. Badger, I think I can fix it. Elliot, you said the paint isn't quite dry yet. No, I just painted it this morning. Mrs. Badger... If you would allow me to take it back to my house, I think I can remove the paint without harming the wood. You're not touching my clock. I just trusted this young whippersnapper with my Aunt Bernice's heirloom. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, ma'am. I understand that the wood is very special and so is the clock. But really, it's better if we hurry before it cures. I can fix this. Do you know how special this is? This is my area of expertise. Well... I suppose. Thank if... you. I need to get it back to my shop as quickly as possible. Really, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Badger. <sighs> Come on, Elliot. My Aunt Bernice would Coming. Be over him. So, so sorry. I didn't know, Zeke. What did I do? Well, cuckoo clocks are not normally painted, except for the tiny cuckoo bird, and mahogany is a special type of very dark wood. Most people do not like to have it painted because of its color. But the wood was looking old, so I thought the paint might give it a fresh look like new. I know. It's okay. We can fix it together. Come on. Well, I think we got it all. I don't see any color left. 
Me neither, but the wood looks very dull now. We'll put a fresh coat of oil on it and shine it up real good. Then you and I can take it back to Mrs. Badger tomorrow. If she'll even speak to me. Oh, you know she will. Oh, she'll give you a terrible ribbon and scold a little. But we both know she loves you like her own. Oh, I hope so. Go home and get some sleep. You'll feel better in the morning. In the morning, Elliot made his way back to Zeke's house. He was a little worried that the wood on the clock would still look dull and lifeless. But when he arrived, he was shocked to see it looking like new. With a sigh of relief, the two frogs carefully wrapped the clock and walked to Mrs. Badger's house. She was waiting on them, a serious look on her face. Well, did you get that horrendous paint off? Take a look at it and let us know what you think. <gasps> Why? It hasn't looked this good since I saw it on my great-aunt Bernice's wall when I was a little girl. I'm glad you like it. This is a beautiful antique, and I'm grateful you trusted me with it. I'm sorry again that I painted your beautiful clock. I really should have taken it to Zeke to let him do the repairs. Oh, no. I could have never fixed all the internal mechanisms like you, Elliot. That's right. You should really open up the shop together so such tragedies like this don't happen again. Oh, that'd be nice, ma'am, but... We don't really have a place where both of us can work at the same time, and renting somewhere would be too expensive. Nonsense. That shed behind your house, Zeke, would be perfect for both of you to work, if you would just clean it up a little. <laughs> She's right, Zeke. It does need to be cleaned up some, and if we did that, it would save us a lot of time. The Lord gives us different gifts and talents to serve his kingdom. Like how Zeke's better at woodworking. And he's better at mechanics. Exactly. The Bible compares us to a body. Can you imagine if your feet tried to smell things like your nose is supposed to? Ugh, that'd be terrible. Sniffing feet all the time? Indeed. But getting around without feet is very difficult. We are each made to do our own job using our own talents. Now, if you are going to get that old shack cleaned up, you'd better get hopping. Yes, yes ma'am. Ma Thank you both for fixing my clock. You're, You're welcome. welcome. And thank you, Mrs. Badger. It took days to get everything out of Zeke's old barn behind his house and another week to get it all cleaned up. They built storage racks for all the wood, organized the bits and pieces that may come in handy for future repairs, and made two workbenches. They repaired and painted the exterior of the shack, and two weeks later, they were ready to add the final touch. Okay, Zeke, I finished installing the hooks for our new sign. You ready to help me hang it? Yep, just stay up there and I'll hand it up to you. You got it? I got it. Okay, there we go. It's up. Riveting Repairs is open for business. After all the work we just did over the past two weeks, I may need a vacation first. Hold that thought. We've got customers. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10 says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up, but pity the one who falls without another one to lift him up. No one is great at everything. Just like Zeke and Elliot needed each other to make a great team, God has put people in our lives because working together is better than working alone.
Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. I'm Leah. And I'm Candy? Wait, what? You're not Kelly. No, we just doing a little switcheroo today. Oh, it's good to have you today, Leah. Thank you. That Mrs. Badger really loves her cuckoo clock. My grandma had one hanging on her wall in the dining room. Who invented the cuckoo clock? I mean, it sounds pretty complicated and intricate. Well, we don't know who invented it or when the first one was made. It is thought that much of its development and evolution was made in the Black Forest area of southwestern Germany. Oh, yes, the state of Baden-Württemberg. Hmm, what she just said. That's the region where the cuckoo clock was popularized. Cuckoo clocks have been around since at least the 1780s. Today, the cuckoo clock is one of the favorite souvenirs of travelers in Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. Good day, mate. No, Candy, you're thinking of Australia. This is Austria. Oh, right. The hills are... No, no. Moving on. Fine. Cuckoo clocks are commonly decorated with carved leaves and animals. And here's the best part, or at least I think so. They have a little automaton bird that appears through a small trap door while the clock is striking. The bird is often made to move as the clock strikes, typically by an arm that lifts the back of the carving. Even the sound the cuckoo clock makes is from wood, wooden bellows. Think of it like a bagpipe or a whistle. Wow, I'm surprised you knew that. It is insightful information, after all, with Kelly and Candy, or, I mean, Candy and Leah. (laughs) My bad. Okay, kids, it was great to be with you this time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share us with your friends. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.